Hi, everyone. Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. Today, we're diving in with Senior Vice President and Executive Director of Emergency Medicine Services at Northwell Health, John D'Angelo. As an emergency physician for 16 years, as well as his current role overseeing emergency departments throughout Northwell, we'll get to hear his take on challenges in the emergency room, how digital technology is impacting healthcare, and how emergency medicine has evolved since the start of his career. I think emergency medicine was, um, it was kind of a journey getting there. I, I was one of these folks that uh, went into medical school with a certain thing in mind, and that was orthopedic surgery, and then revolved through many, you know, uh, rotated through many different uh, areas of the hospital and ultimately kind of liked everywhere I went and then uh, stumbled upon emergency medicine as a place where, you know, it can treat the entire spectrum of uh, patients, uh, young to old with uh, all sorts of different diseases and, you know, and kind of experience the full spectrum of medicine. So it just kind of uh, called out to me as the right field for me. Um, How has it changed? it's evolved a lot over the last couple of decades in that our um, uh, demand is, is continues to grow despite, you know, efforts um, to reduce emergency medical department utilization. Um, and I think as the population ages, as more and more people have chronic diseases, um, we are just seeing a higher and higher level of acuity. And our admission rates to the hospital have been pretty flat over the last decade or two. So we're managing a lot more advanced illness uh, um, and doing so in an efficient manner to keep people out of the hospital, although that's not what public perception may be. Um, and we're seeing less and less lower acuity patients as things like urgent cares and uh, uh, retail care and other things become available. Uh, back in 2016, Northwell Health announced the expansion of the emergency department at Southside Hospital in Bayshore to three times its previous size, a $60 million project. So obviously at the assembly of the past couple of days, we've been talking about improving patient experience. And this is not always simply achieved by adding a digital element. So how do you predict this expansion of an impact of services that you guys provide to patients? Yeah, so we're already seeing um, both uh, Southside and, and we also built uh, Huntington Hospital in the same time period. Um, they were designed uh, to kind of think about emergency medicine a little differently. So we've um, really pushed ourselves over the last... Uh, couple of years into thinking about how we do business, um, you know, not just the same play in the playbook that we've been using for, for uh, forever. Um, and how do we value stream our delivery to low, moderate, high acuity patients instead of a one size fits all model. And these two emergency departments in Southside being a great example, um, were designed with those concepts in mind. So um, uh, we've used a split flow slash super track model of, um, of patient flow, which is a model where we bring the care team to the front door. So um, have done away with the concept of triage, um, which is, you know, traditionally been one of the greatest bottlenecks in getting into an emergency department, um, have a very small waiting room, more for families because we don't want anybody waiting. And we have um, uh, four to six rooms where patients are greeted at the front door by a provider. Um, who immediately assesses them, uh, initiates whatever care may be needed, and then hands them off downstream into one of the various uh, streams of, again, for low, moderate, high acuity patients. And um, uh, what we're finding is our, um, our patient experience scores have dramatically increased. Our turnaround times have gotten a lot better. Um, and, uh, and, you know, people want to be seen efficiently, and mm-hmm. we wanted to reduce that non-value added waiting. So, uh, 
Um, that's how these EDs were designed, and so far they're working you know, the way we had hoped. It's really interesting. So, I mean, obviously digital technology does change patient mm -hmm. experience. So how have you seen it impact healthcare and in particular emergency medicine? Um, we've, we've played around with different ways of um, leveraging technology to um, better process patients as well as keep them informed. Um, for example, and also to, to really get better real-time insight in how we're doing. So, um, you know, one pilot that comes to mind right now in our freestanding emergency department in Greenwich Village uh, in Manhattan, um, we're piloting uh, real-time patient feedback on our, um, what we call them patient experience devices. We have like kind of all-in-one devices mm -hmm. at the patient's bedside rather than TVs where they have access to internet, um, uh, educational videos, movies, uh, and so forth. Uh, but on that device now, we push a uh, five-question survey to see how we're doing at the time they're actually in our bed, how we meet their expectations. Um, and if we're not getting an answer that we, we were hoping for, we do real-time service recovery and make sure we, you know, we address whatever um, we were falling short on. And so far, it's been a very um, uh, positive thing that we may want to expand to other, uh, other departments. Um, we're looking at other technologies. One of the things in emergency medicine is really, you know, it's more than just that one episode of mm -hmm. care. So how do we do a better job connecting people and handing them off downstream when they leave our departments? Um, and, uh, and A, so they have, you know, the outcomes that we're hoping for. Um, they don't uh, kind of uh, take a step backwards and then we don't lead to other visits or repeat utilization mm -hmm. or repeat testing. So we're um, just partnered with another uh, uh a company now called Conversa, uh, which will help us uh, establish communication with patients post-discharge to make sure they got their prescriptions filled, that they yeah. were able to get their appointments. And it's a, it's a technology-based communication tool to interact with our patients and, and uh, really walk them through the downstream um, logistics that we're hoping that they, they follow. Yeah, so definitely tackling many of the challenges of emergency medicine. So what technology are you keeping a close eye on in your role? Um, we're looking at several technologies uh, to help us um, uh, communicate amongst teams. Um, so we're now vetting a couple products to, you know, really from the time of uh, the pre-hospital engagement when they're with an EMS crew, straight through to that EMS crew's information trans transferring to our emergency departments even pre-arrival, um, and then using that to activate stroke teams, trauma teams. Um, and then have a feedback loop where we can then reconnect with those teams in the field so they get feedback on the outcome, the care, and, and it helps improve their long-term quality and their delivery. So um, we're looking at a few different devices, a few different uh, uh, technology companies that are delivering those, that type of uh, product. And um, I'm really interested also in, in, like I mentioned, Conversa, but what we can do to be a bigger player in the uh, connectivity of patients um, as far as um, uh, keeping them not only in network, but mm -hmm. keeping them on track um, so that we're getting the optimal outcomes um, for the 75% of patients that we discharge. So we've talked a lot about patient engagement, which is of course a huge priority in healthcare. Um, so in the case of emergency medicine, how do you encourage patients to feel engaged in their own treatment? Um, I think emergency medicine's probably been terrible at that historically um, because we are multitasking to a, a, an incredible degree um, and managing many different patients at the same time with varying degrees of needs and acuity. Um, but uh, one of the things we try to relate to our staff is, you know, um, you know, we need to, we, A, we need to do a better job. And even though we may not think it's an emergency mm -hmm. to that patient, that's an emergency. That's why they came. Um, so I think the better we do with 
communication, um, the better we do explaining to people when there is weight, the value, you know, there's value added waiting, non-value adding waiting. So how do we engage people in the process so they understand that, you know, it may be two hours for that CAT scan, but we need time for that con for the contrast you just drank to transverse through your bowel so we can see your appendix. Well, you know, how do we better communicate and frame and educate patients so they understand the process? Um, and then how do we engage them and their family members so that, um, so that they're part of the medical decision-making and, and uh, ultimately understand uh, what, what, they're, what we're hoping they're gonna do um, with whatever information we give them at the end of the, the encounter. So how important is physician engagement in those kind of initiatives? Uh, physician engagement is very important. So we, we survey our physicians and our frontline staff every year um, through a, an engagement survey. Um, and uh, take it very seriously. We, um, we look to see the effectiveness of our leadership on the ground in the various units, um, and we look to see what um, trends or opportunities we have uh, in the topics that are highlighted through our engagement surveys. And, you know, it, it tends to be um, a couple of things that rise to the top every year, and there are things that, are, that we work very hard on. Um, uh, how, in addition, I would say that um, we... We feel that in our environment, it's easy to get lost in the mm -hmm. in the hustle of everything. So this year, we've we've uh, sent a team of folks to go become uh, trainers through. Um, I can't remember the company that 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 helped helped us, but we have this physician empathy slash engagement type of training that we're going to be embarking on, um, and we're going to have every ED doc kind of kind of mm -hmm. go through it. I have all my leaders going through it, myself included. I think I'm registered to take it in about two weeks um, to make sure we believe that it'll add value. Yeah. But just basically reminding people what they do and, and bringing empathy to the bedside and those sorts of things. And I think um, uh, that'll help not only with the patient engagement, but with the provider engagement uh, too, because people tend to get burnt out. And so how we deal with burnout, how we address the provider needs, how we, we reward those then acknowledge people that are, mm -hmm. that are performing well. Um, I think we need to you know, keep our eyes on that as leaders. Perfect. That's really, really interesting. I like as a leader that you're doing the, 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 it yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's important that they see the leaders also taking it seriously and physically doing it themselves. Yeah. Um, so to finish off, just going to ask you a couple of questions about your time at the event here. Sure. Um, so what has been the biggest benefit to attending Healthcare Providers Transformation Assembly? Um, it's been a great opportunity to, to hear kind of um, uh, the thought leaders from many different uh, aspects, not just, you know, I go to a lot of conferences where it's, you know, a lot of clinical people and we're talking about whatever mm. lectures on various diseases or um, they, this was a kind of a, a good mix of clinical um, uh, executive leadership, strategy folks, IT folks, mm. um, all talking about um, their point of view on topics we all kind of collectively need to address. So it's been a interesting, uh, diverse uh, conversations. Um, and it's also been a great opportunity to network with uh, folks from other uh, uh, great organizations around the country. Perfect answer. All right. Finish it right there. Thank you Good. so much, John. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And be sure to check out our other interviews exclusively on Digital Diary.